Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. Before I begin today's study, I want to definitely make a correction on yesterday's. I read verse 16 totally wrong. I said they killed 7,500 of those who hated them, but the scripture says they killed 75,000 of those who hated them, but they did not seize any of their possessions. So forgive me for that. I definitely don't want to minimize anything in God's word. We're continuing our study in the book of Esther. We're still in chapter 9, looking at verses 18 and 19 in the God's Word translation. And um, we are getting ready. Well, not we, because I'm not Jewish, but Jewish people around the world are getting ready for Purim. And this, uh, these two verses tells us about the feast being established. But let's listen to God's word. It reads, But the Jews in Susa had assembled on the 13th and 14th. They rested on the 15th and made it a day of feasting and celebration. That is why the Jews who live in the villages and in the unwalled towns make the 14th day of the month of Adar a holiday for feasting and celebration. They also send gifts of food to one another. Again, that's Esther chapter 9, verses 18 and 19 in the God's Word translation, which titles it, The Jews Defend Themselves. I'll be back to share insights and we'll close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of Five Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, we are reading Esther chapter 9, verses 18 and 19 in the God's Word translation. And in this section, the great celebration among the Jews in the Persian Empire is established. This hasn't, uh, this isn't actually the, um, the Purim Purim feast that's going to come up next. But I thought that was really interesting that God had me read this section today, which happens on the 15th. And today is the 15th. Purim will start tomorrow evening and go through uh, Thursday uh, evening. So this is just God's word is amazing. And the way, again, this is showing you how God's hand guides everything. He instructs us. He helps us. His hands are hidden, but it, everything falls into place. But let's listen to what the commentaries had to say. The Jews in Shushan, or Susa, the royal city, took two days for their military execution. So they rested on the 15th day and made their celebration of Thanksgiving on the 15th day. Both of them celebrated their festival 
the very day after they finished their work and gained their points. Um, the Jewish people in Susa celebrated a day later because, you know, they asked the king for that extra day. And uh, Esther, in her insight, understood that there were probably enemies hidden, you know, somewhere within the, the city, in the capital, that, you know, was, were still waiting. They were waiting for their chance to kill Jews and, you know, annihilate and follow the edict of Haman. So in her wisdom, and of course, God's divine providence, she asked for that extra day. So that's why, even though the edict was for the 13th, which is when all the other provinces, you know, did, they defended themselves, the Jews in the capital city were given the 13th and the 14th. That makes sense. But this is, making it as plain as what I can understand so they rested the, uh, in the capital city in Susa. They rested on the 15th. And that's the day they celebrated the, um, they celebrate Purim. And it says there is a distinction between when the people in Susa and the people in other locations in the empire celebrated following their battles with the enemies. And the narrator tries to, um, you know, tries to help us understand the flow of the story and why there are two different distinct, you know, there are two dates. The date of Purim may have been disputed at the time that the book of Esther was compiled, or perhaps people wondered why it was celebrated on two days. But that will be explained in the next few verses. Let's pray. Father, we thank you as we study your word and we're in on spring break. So that's why you're hearing little voices in the background. <laughs> Probably won't have a, a quiet house this week. But as we uh, think about the people in the Ukraine, as we think about the people in Afghanistan, as we think about people in Africa, of course, the conflict in the Ukraine is the one that's like played out every day on the news so God we can't help but keep them in our prayers because we see and hear every day what they're going through so God all we can just fall upon our faces and pray and beg for your mercies which are new every morning the book of Esther shows you that when you're when we receive mercies from you we ought to be quick and speedy and be making our our thanks known to you and Father, we thank you in advance because as the presidents are talking, we're praying that they are making headways, that they are coming to agreement, that they are getting some type of understanding, that they are understanding that they're hurting their people while they're in their, you know, walled up palaces or whatever. They're safe, but their people aren't, basically. So God, we're praying that you give them wisdom to understand that even though, you know, the war is for whatever purpose, which we don't understand, but you do, and we'll never understand, help them to understand how they are hurting their own people. Help them to have a heart for their people. All of our politicians, Father, help them to have a heart for the people they serve in the name of Jesus. And we're thanking you in advance, Father, for those mercies, for your uh, speedy answers. And we're asking for a speedy end to this war. Amen.
Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed. Thank you.